Welcome to Down the Stretch. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from the heart of thoroughbred country here in beautiful Versailles, Kentucky. Down the Stretch is a show dedicated to the sport of thoroughbred horse racing. And each week we look at the graded stakes action from across the country. The graded stakes are the highest level of competition in the sport of thoroughbred horse racing. And this past week we had 15 power-packed races. So let's get started. Things off on July the 8th with the Grade 3 Indiana Oaks at Indiana Grand Racecourse, going a mile on the 16th on the dirt for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $200,000. They're on the gate, and they're off and running in the Indiana Oaks. It's a decent start. It's Miss T2, as expected, going out for the lead. She Dares the Devil is alongside in second. Then we got a line of four. Impeccable style towards the inside. And then it is Spartanka. Alondra goes wide with Byronets. Fire Coral saves all the ground towards the inside. Second last about nine off the lead. And a length and a half back to Gibberish, who's at the back of the pack. Miss T2, where she wants to be on the front end with six furlongs to go, has a lead by three open lengths. She Dares the Devil is in second. And then a length and a half back to Impeccable Style, who's towards the inside in third. Spartanka and the White Blinkers in fourth, five and a half lengths off the lead. A gap of about four lengths back to Byerness, who is near mid-pack. And then three lengths to Fire Coral, who's in third last. Gibberish is in second last. And a length and a half, two to Alondra, who's at the back of the pack and about 12 off the lead. On to the far turn, Miss T2. The chalk, she dares the devil. Ratcheting up the pressure outside second. Impeccable style has a fighting chance in third. Two lengths off the lead. Spartanka under a ride. Byroness is in fifth, but soon up into fourth and six lengths off the lead. And then it's gibberish who goes very wide. We have a new leader at the top of the stretch, and it's she dares the devil. She dares the devil comes off the turn, leading by two and a half lengths. Impeccable styles up in the second. Miss T2 is fully extended. And then it's Byroness on the grandstand side and fourth. One furlong to go. She dares the devil. Has a lead by two lengths over impeccable style. Outside of Byroness as they come down to the finish. It's she dares the devil in the Indiana Oaks. Impeccable style second. Third Byroness. Close for fourth. Fire Coral or Miss T2. The time for the mile and a 16th. 143.50. It's she dares the devil in the Indiana Oaks. She Dares the Devil takes the Grade 3 Indiana Oaks. This three-year-old filly is by Daredevil out of the Congrats Mare Starship Warspeed. Bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm, owned by Fleury Racing Stables LLC, Qatar Racing Limited, and Big Alt Farms. Trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux. She Dares the Devil has been in the money eight out of nine tries, with earnings now of just over $501,000. The 2017 Keeneland November breeding stock sale, She Dares the Devil, sold for $100,000 as a weanling. At the 2018 Keeneland September yearling sales, she was a $20,000 RNA, or did not meet the reserve price. However, in 2019, at the Keeneland November sales, she sold for $280,000. And running second was Impeccable Style. This three-year-old filly is by Uncle Mo out of the Candy Ride Mare, Deb's Candy Girl. Bred in Kentucky by Tin Broke Farm Incorporated. Owned by Gainesway Stable, Catalyst Stable, Paul McKinnis, Patty Slevin, and Magdalena Racing. 
Trained by Kenny McPeak and ridden by Deshaun Parker. Impeccable style has six career starts now, but in the money four of those six times with earnings of just over $134,000. Impeccable style was a 2017 Keeneland November Weanling selling for $155,000. At the 2018 Keeneland September Yearling sale, RNA'd at $140,000, or did not sell, didn't meet reserve price. And at the 2020 Phasig Tipton Horses of Racing Age sale, sold for $275,000. A running third was Byerness. This three-year-old filly is by Byern, out of the pure prize mare, Wait No More. Bred in Kentucky by Machmer Hall, owned by Belladonna Racing, LLC. Trained by Cherie DeVoe and ridden by Rafael Bejarano. Byerness has five career starts, been in the money four of those five times, with earnings of just over $131,000. Byerness was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where she was purchased for $170,000 and at the Phasic Tipton 2019 two-year-old training sale sold for $350,000. Next up on July the 8th at Indiana Downs was the Grade 3 Indiana Derby. Going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for three rolls with a purse of $300,000. Going up and in, they're all in the gate. Off and running in the Indiana Derby inside at the start, Major Fed. It's Ty Sean who's hustled hard for the lead. Erner is on the outside. Extraordinary is in t some tight quarters towards the inside in second. Now it's Necker Island will try to inject some pace into this race. Will be three wide around that first turn. Back round right behind the speed in fifth. And then it's winning impression. No getting over me towards the inside in seventh. Shared sense races in eighth and two lengths to the stretch running Major Fed, who's at the tail of the field as they wheel around the first turn. Six and a half furlongs to go. And it's Tyshawn. Tyshawn at the head of affairs has a lead by, let's call it a half length with six furlongs to go. Erner going well within himself in second and then it's extraordinary tucked in along the inside in third necker island orange and green silks in fourth no getting over me towards the inside fifth winning impression fourth in the arkansas derby outside six five lengths off the lead shared sense will try and probe through at the fence as background shuffle back to second last and major feds at the tail of the field six lengths from top to bottom less than a half mile to go tyshawn taken on by erner necker island throws his head into the ring outside in third. Extraordinary towards the inside fourth. Shared sense races in fifth. Winning impression is now passed by Major Fed. Major Fed circling up wide. Four wide on the turn. Right to the Outside of Shared Sense, who's throwing it a bit as well. Five within two lengths of each other as they reach the top of the stretch here in the Indiana Derby. And it's Shared Sense on the outside, Necker Island. And then it is Erner towards the fence as they got one furlong to go. And it's Shared Sense striking the front and has the lead. But Major Fed is surging late on the outside up in the second deep stretch. It's Shared Sense for Godolphin. Shared Sense wins the Indiana Derby. Major Fed second, Necker Island third, and Erner fourth. The time for the mile and an eighth, 149.46. And Shared Sense takes the grade three Indiana Derby. This three-year-old colt is by Street Sense out of the Bernardini Mayor Collective. Bred in Kentucky by Godolphin, also owned by Godolphin, trained by Brad Cox, and ridden by Florent Giroux. Shared Sense now has eight career starts, been in the money five of those eight times with earnings now of just over $322,000.
And running second was Major Fed. This three-year-old cult is by Ghost Zapper out of the Smart Strike Mare, Bobby's Babe. Bred in Kentucky by Lloyd Madison, LLC, also owned by them. Trained by Gregory Foley and ridden by James Graham. Major Fed has six career starts, been on the money four times, with earnings now of just over $215,000. And running third was Necker Island. This three-year-old colt is by Hardspun, out of the Mr. Greeley Mayor, Jenny's Rocket. Bred in Kentucky by Stone Street, owned by Jackie Rojas, Wayne Scher, and Raymond Daniels. Trained by Chris Hartman and ridden by Mitchell Murrell. Necker Island has nine career starts, been in the money four times, with earnings now of just over $180,000. Necker Island was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $250,000. And next up at Keeneland on July the 10th was the Grade 3 Beaumont Stakes, presented by Keeneland Select. Going about seven furlongs on the dirt for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $100,000. They are at the post. They're off in the Beaumont, presented by Keeneland Select. There goes four graces out for the lead. Slam Dunk is right there to the inside. And here's Wicked Whisper showing that pair. She moves up to the far outside. These three joined up, separated by a half length, heading up the back stretch. Wicked Whisper now gets alongside of Four Graces. A head separates the top two. Slam Dunk backs away into third. A length and a half off that front pair. Now two lengths from the front. Gap of three more back to the two trailers. Turtle Tracks on the outside. And Sconson against the rail. 22.29 seconds. The time for the opening quarter. Four Graces has the lead at the entry to the far turn. Leads it by just a neck. Wicked Whisper there on the outside. Second by two. Slam Dunk goes third by two and a half. Followed by Sconson in fourth. And Turtle Tracks is last of the five, running six lengths off the lead. Midway around the far turn now. Four Graces and Wicked Whisper. Still separated by a half length to the top of the stretch. A gap of five more lengths. Sconson starts her run. She now goes to third. Turtle tracks on her outside as they straighten away for home. Four graces with Sconson trying to take a run at her from the outside. Wicked Whisper has lost ground in the stretch. Turtle tracks goes to third. It is four graces. Still chased by Sconson, but with five lengths separating this pair past the 16th pole. And four graces will take the Beaumont presented by Keeneland Select for Julianne Leperu. Sconson was home second, and then it was Turtle Tracks across the line in third, Wicked Whisper fourth, and Slam Dunk fifth. Well, she's now a two-time grade three winner, and boy, was she flying out there. She went three-quarters of a mile in 108 and four. She finishes up seven-eighths in 124 and four. Wicked Whisper hung with her as long as she possibly could. Then here comes Sconson, but it was too little, too late as four graces picks up this great three success at Keeneland. And that's what makes her so impressive is that she can take early pressure no matter how fast they're going, and she still digs in. Uh, look at this filly. She just absolutely loves what she's doing here in the afternoon. I know she's a multiple grade three winner. I wouldn't be surprised if we see her at the grade two, grade one level moving forward this year. If she stays this fast, she most certainly will. Congratulations to Julian Le Peru as he picks up his second win in the grade three Beaumont in his career. Four Graces is by Majestic Perfection out of the Seeking the Gold Mare Ivory Empress. This three-year-old filly is bred in Kentucky by Witham Thoroughbreds LLC, also owned by them, trained by Ian Wilkes and ridden by Julianne Leperu. 
four graces, has five career starts, been on the money four of those five times with four first-place finishes, and earnings now of just over $194,000. And running second was Sconson. This three-year-old filly is by Include, out of the Tisnell Mare, Scotty. Bred in Kentucky by Lloyd Madison Farm, LLC, also owned by them. Trained by Gregory Foley and ridden by James Graham. Sconson has six career starts now, but in the money four times with earnings of just over $105,000. Running third was Turtle Tracks. This three-year-old filly is by Cairo Prince. Out of the Harlan's Holiday Mare, great family. Bred in Kentucky by Brereton Jones, also owned by Brereton. Trained by Ian Wilkes and ridden by Brian Hernandez. Turtle Tracks has eight career starts, been in the money five of those eight times with earnings of just over $158,000. Congratulations to Airdrie Studd and Brereton Jones and all the guys over there. The top three finishers in this race are all by stallions that stand at Airdrie Studd. We have four graces who's by Majestic Perfection who did stand at Airdrie Studd for part of his career. Include is the sire of Sconson, the second-place finisher, and Cairo Prince is the sire of Turtle Tracks. Congratulations, Airdrie Stud, on that clean sweep. Next up at Keeneland on July the 10th was the Grade 1 Maker's Mark Mile. Going a mile on the turf for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $300,000. And they're off in the Maker's Mark Mile. High Crime broke very alertly. Comes right out for the lead. Parlor comes away running in second. War of Will to the far outside. Everfast also up close to the early pace as the field heads for the first turn. High Crime, the leader. High Crime to the inside has the lead from Parlor. Top two separated by a length here early on. War of Will goes third. A lane off the rail. He's third by a half length. Everfast is tucked away neatly into the fourth position. Emmaus is fifth. Raging Bull is sixth. Without parole is seventh. English B is eighth back toward the inside. Hembry is in ninth. And Neck Shares is last of ten. 23.17 seconds the time for the opening quarter. And High Crime is the leader. Midpoint of the backstretch. High Crime on top by a length. Parlor goes second a length. War of Will is third by three quarters of a length. Everfast is fourth. Emmaus fifth. Raging Bull is sixth. 46.91 seconds for the first half mile. High Crime leads the field onto the far turn by just a length. Here's Parlor inching forward and second between horses. War of Will third will have to go to the far outside around the turn. Everfast is fourth back toward the rail. Then Emmaus and then Raging Bull. Seven lengths off the lead, angling toward the center of the course. High Crime is still the leader. Parlor alongside. Raging Bull trying to find more. Likewise for War of Will. Parlor puts ahead in front from High Crime. War of Will is in third. Raging Bull fourth. Parlor is in front. War of Will still second. Parlor, War of Will, Raging Bull. Late charge from without parole at the line. War of Will, maybe. That's a photo for the win. Either that one or Parlor in the Maker's Mark Mile. Each and every year, the grade one Maker's Mark Mile delivers, and boy, did it again. Everybody had a fair shake at it as the running was on down the stretch. Gabby Gaudet and War of Will, maybe, just maybe slightly better than Parlor, who ran a huge race at 24 to 1. 
I have goosebumps, Scott. I won't even lie. This was such an incredible edition of the Grade 1 Makers Mark Mile. It's going to be a very, very close finish. But if War of Will does indeed get up, that would mean Grade 1 wins on both the dirt and the turf. Another look at it right on the wire. It does look like he's got the advantage, advantage on the wire by just a nose, but the placing judges will have to take a look at the photo. Great ride by Florent Giroux. Very, very, very close in this grade one event. And the two ran a big race as well, setting the pace. Raging Bull, he had every opportunity. Right, we had Without Parole trying to make up ground late, but uh, those horses out in front with the jump on the group, that ended up being the difference on those closers. You can see Raging Bull right there involved as well. He always shows up. But it's going to come down to the judges. Well, you know, Scott, unlike last time out in the grade one Shoemaker Mile, the race didn't fall apart today. The pace overall, overall pretty much held together. And all considering that, I thought Raging Bull still ran his race. It was just a completely different situation today. We'll wait for the photo to come down, but it does appear from multiple looks at it that War of Will has just become a multiple grade one winner and a grade one winner now on turf. War of Will gets up to take the Maker's Mark Mile. This four-year-old colt is by Warfront out of the Sadler's Wells Mare Visions of Clarity. Bred in Kentucky by Flaxman Holdens Limited. Owned by Gary Barber, trained by Mark Cassie, and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. War of Will has 16 career starts now, but in the money eight of those 16 times, with earnings of just over $1.7 million dollars. War of Will was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, but the reserve was unachieved at $175,000. However, at the two-year-old in training sale at Arcana in 2018, he did sell for $298,000. And in a tight finish for second was Parlor. This six-year-old gelding is by Lonro out of the pulpit mare My Macintosh. Bred in Kentucky by Katie Rich Farms, owned by Michael Huey. Hooties Racing LLC and WSS Racing LLC. Trained by Mike Maker and ridden by Florent Giroux. Parlor has 29 career starts. Been in the money 18 of those 29 times with earnings now of just over $561,000. Parlor was a 2015 Keeneland September yearling selling for $60,000. <laughs> Next up at Woodbine on July the 11th was the Grade 2 Connaught Cup, going seven furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up with a purse of $128,000. And as they break, tossing the head there, Grace Fable, best out, Silent Poet, back to last, Blind Ambition. In front, Silent Poet from Admiralty Pier, City Boy, Grace Fable on the outside, Admiralty Pier pushing for the lead. Back on the inside, Blind Ambition, and on the outer is Olympic Runner. Sharing the lead, it's Admiralty Pier and Silent Poet, Admiralty Pier trying to get by and go clear by almost a half, and Silent Poet hugs the rail, one away, City Boy, Grace Fable the outside. They've come out by four lengths to Blind Ambition, and last is Olympic Runner. As they go down inside the four and a half, Admiralty Pier in front, Silent Poet continues to hold the inside. Caught wide, Gray's Fable, City Boy the center, and four lengths away, Olympic Runner. Blind Ambition is last. They start the run down to the three-eighths. Admiralty Pier's in front. Silent Poet about a neck away second the inside. One to City Boy urged along. Gray's Fable, a wide trip. Olympic Runner seizing the day is coming home well on the outside, but wide. Blind Ambition cuts the corner at the back. 
Admiralty Pier joined by Silent Poet given full bore on the inside. Admiralty Pier and Silent Poet well ahead. Silent Poet trying to get a break on Admiralty Pier. Admiralty Pier on the outside. Admiralty Pier and Silent Poet in an absolute slug the entire stretch. Silent Poet on the inside getting the lead narrowly. Silent Poet on the rail. And Silent Poet on the inside going on to win the Connaught Cup. A valiant performance. Admiralty Pier second, five away, blind ambition, then Olympic runner, City Boy, and Gray's Fable was last. 123-62. And Silent Poet wins the Grade 2 Connaught Cups. This five-year-old gelding is by silent name out of the Ghost Sapper Mare Carabella. Bred in Ontario by Adina Springs, owned by Stronach Stables, trained by Nicholas Gonzalez, and ridden by Justin Stein. Silent Poet has 15 career starts, been in the money 13 of those 15 times, with earnings of just over $459,000. And running a game second was Admiralty Pier. This five-year-old gelding is by English Channel, out of the Kitten's Joy Mare, full steam ahead. Bred in Kentucky by Calumet Farm, owned by Hooley Racing Stable, LLC, and Bruce Lunsford. Trained by Barbara Minchel and ridden by Jerome Lermite. Admiralty Pier has 20 career starts, spent on the money nine of those 20 times, with earnings of just over $297,000. Admiralty Pier was a 2016 Phasic Tipton New York Saratoga yearling, selling for $100,000. And running third was Blind Ambition. This six-year-old colt is by Tappet out of the elusive quality mare Starfish Bay. Bred in Kentucky by Gainesway Thoroughbreds, also owned by Gainesway Stable, Trained by Mark Cassie and ridden by Patrick Husbands. Blind Ambition has 22 career starts. Been in the money 10 of those 22 times with earnings now of just over $407,000. Blind Ambition was a 2016 Phasic Tipton, two-year-old in training, at the Mid-Atlantic sale selling for $400,000. <laughs> Next up at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 2 Appalachian Stakes presented by Japan Racing Association. This was going one mile on the turf for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $150,000. They are at the post. And they're off in the Appalachian. Evil Lynn toward the inside. Alms up close in the opening strides. Walk in Marrakesh is there on the far outside in third, but it will be Evil Lynn for Tyler Gaffalione to have the lead as they move into the first turn. Evil Lynn, the early advantage here on top by a length and a half. There's Alms on the outside. Stays outward from the rail in second. Anola Gay is tucked away toward the rail in third by a neck. Walk in Marrakesh. Fourth on her outside, gap of two more lengths to Passion Factor, who's fifth, the half length, and Maria Foot sixth toward her inside. 23.25 seconds, the time for the opening quarter. Evil Lynn sets the tempo up the back stretch. Evil Lynn is on top by a length and a half. Alms goes second by three quarters of a length. Then Anola Gay, third a half length. Walk in Marrakesh right alongside of her now to contest that third spot. Gap of a length and a half more. Back to the two trailers. Maria Foot inside, Passion Factor outside, following an opening half mile and 46. 
0.28 seconds. On to the far turn, it is Evil Lynn with Alms just off her flank and moving forward now. Here's Alms to draw alongside of Evil Lynn. They're on even terms. Walk in Marrakesh tries to join them from third. Has to look toward the far outside, a length off the front pair, top of the stretch. Alms, Evil Lynn to the inside. Walk in Marrakesh, far outside. Anola Gay fourth, Passion Factor fifth, Maria Foot sixth. And Evil Lynn fights on with Walk and Marrakesh and Alms there between that pair. These three in the final furlong. Walk and Marrakesh ahead in front. Alms now second. Evil Lynn backs up to third. Anola Gay runs late from fourth. Walk and Marrakesh. Alms Anola Gay comes late down to the line. Head bobbing photo for the win. Three way photo for the win. Walk and Marrakesh or Alms or Anola Gay. Yet another fantastic finish on the turf course, this time in the grade two Appalachian Stakes as the race was on between Alms and Walk and Marrakesh. But here comes Enola Gay. How did she pick things up in the fashion that she did late to get herself involved in this very tight photo? Where did this come from? You can see she finally kicks it into gear very late, that long stride. She's closing really quickly. Scott, I don't know if she gets up in time, but it's certainly going to be very, very, very close. And, you know, walk in Marrakesh, she ran a great race as well. Alms, she fought back on the inside. These are three very game fillies. That angle looks like it's the two, but that's not squared up right on the wire. Normally, I'm game to call these, Gabby. This one is as tight as we will see in all of 2020, I promise you. Here's another look at it right on the wire. It's the six or two. That's the best I can do. <laughs> we'll let the photo decide. And it was, in fact, Enola Gay getting up to win the Appalachian Stakes. This three-year-old filly is by Uncle Mo out of the Warfront Mare, Dakota Queen bred in Kentucky by Mr. Joseph Allen, LLC, owned by Allen Stable Incorporated, trained by Shug McGahee, and ridden by Julianne Laparou. Enola Gay has three career starts now, been in the money two of those three times with earnings of $174,000. And in 2018, at the Keeneland September Yearling Sale, Enola Gay RNA'd, or reserve not attained, at $90,000. Finishing second in that photo finish was Walkin' Marrakesh, this three-year-old filly is by Sayuni out of the Shamardal Mare Walk and Beauty. Bred in Ireland by Mary Bell Irish Farm, also owned by them. Trained by Ignacio Correas and ridden by Jose Ortiz. Walk in Marrakesh has ten career starts, been in the money eight of those times, with earnings now of just over $150,000. And rounding out that field of three across the finish line was Alms. Finishing third, this three-year-old filly is by City Zip out of the Empire Maker Mare Charity Bell. Bred in Kentucky by Godolphin, also owned by Godolphin. Trained by Michael Stidham and ridden by Joel Rosario. Alms has six career starts now, been in the money five of those six times with four first-place finishes and earnings of just over $237,000. <laughs> Next up at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 1 Madison Stakes. Going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $250,000. They are at the post. They're off in the Madison. Wildwood's beauty from the inside. Mia Mischief from between horses. Quarana up close in the opening strides as well. Mia Mischief and Quarana come forward together. Guarana has the early lead and leads it by a half length. Mia Mischief goes second by just a length. Amy's challenge. 
Under a snug hold, far outside in third. Wildwood's Beauty, fourth to the inside. Bell's the one, fifth between horses. Unique Factor is sixth. The gap of just over three more lengths back then to Sally's Curlin. Diamond Crazy last. It was 22.95 seconds for the opening quarter. Quarana is the leader by three-quarters of a length. Mia Mischief second as they move on to the far turn by a length. Amy's Challenge third up on the outside. Wildwood's Beauty is fourth back toward the rail. Bell's the one-fifth is nearly five lengths off the lead. Then Unique Factor in sixth. Sally's Curlin angles wide in seventh. Has some running to do. Eight lengths off the lead. Long way back to Diamond Crazy to the top of the stretch. Quarana the leader by a length. Mia Mischief second a length and a half to Wildwood's Beauty to the inside. Amy's Challenge on the outside. Unique Factor then Bell's the one back toward the inside. Sally Sally's Curlin still far back. Mia Mischief has taken the lead at the eighth pole. Mia Mischief with Guarana trying to respond to the inside. Final furlong of the Madison. Mia Mischief and Guarana. What a battle in the grade one Madison. Guarana fighting back and fighting back to give trainer Chad Brown his 100th career grade one victory. And it wasn't easy, and great ones are not meant to be easy, as Garana had to battle back after setting the pace, a position that she's normally not in, Gabby, and then Mia Mischief takes over this race, but it's Jose Ortiz and the now three-time grade one winner making a comeback to pick up this grade one Madison. She completely gets passed coming down the stretch by Mia Mischief, and somehow she finds a second win to dig back in and get the victory here. Chad Brown with his 100th grade one victory in his career and his 13th grade one victory here at Keeneland. Final time, 121 and 3. And a pretty clear victory in the end, close to a half of a length between Garana and Mia Mischief as this daughter of Ghost Sapper, bred by Three Chimneys Farm and owned in part by Three Chimneys Farm in Hillendale Equine, puts together arguably the best performance of her multiple grade one winning career. And you're right, Jose Ortiz, you have every right to be pumped up after that performance. Wow, what a performance by Garana. This four-year-old filly is by Ghost Zapper out of the distorted humor mare Magical World. Bred in Kentucky by Three Chimneys Farm, owned by Three Chimneys and Hillendale. Trained by Chad Brown and ridden by Jose Ortiz. Garana has six career starts. She's been in the money all six times with five first-place finishes. Earnings now of over $1 million. She has run in four grade one races and won all of those except one where she finished second. What a racehorse. What an impressive victory today in the Madison to see her get passed by Mia Mischief and then fight back and hold it to take it. Wow. Just impressive. And so Mia Mischief finishes second. This five-year-old filly is by Into Mischief out of the Spikestown Mare Greer Lynn. Bred in Kentucky by Spendthrift, owned by Stone Street, trained by Steve Asmussen, and ridden by Ricardo Santana Jr. Mia Mischief now has 23 career starts, been in the money 19 of 23 times with earnings of over $1.2 million. Mia Mischief was a 2016 Kingland September yearling, selling for $135,000. And at the Phasic Tipton 2-year-old in training sale of 2017, sold for $300,000. And then, in the 2019 Phasic Tipton, Kentucky fall sale, sold for $2.4 million. And finishing third was Bells the One. This four-year-old filly is by Majestic Perfection out of the Street Cry Mare Street Mate. Bred in Kentucky by Brett Jones, owned by Lothenbach Stables, trained by Neil Pesson, and ridden by Corey Lannery. 
Bell's the one, has 13 career starts, been on the money nine of those 13 times, with earnings of just over $486,000. Bell's the one was a Phasic Tipton 2017 select yearling, selling for $155,000. <laughs> Next up at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 2 Shakertown Stakes, going five and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up with a purse of $150,000. They are at the post. And they're off in the Shakertown. Bound for nowhere in Tiger Blood, just might. Leinster, those four come right out to the front. Carews away running in fifth. Texas Wedge between horses in sixth. Fast Boat is away running in seventh. Real News had to check down toward the inside in the eighth position. Then Totally Boss is in ninth. Shared Legacy was off a step slowly and is now in tenth. Tell Your Daddy is eleventh. Extravagant Kid is twelfth. Wild Man Jack 13th and last, midway on the far turn. It was 21.16 seconds the time for the opening quarter. Bound for nowhere. And Tiger Blood, 1-2 off the turn, separated by just a neck. Just might third toward the inside. Looks for some running room. Real news behind horses is in fourth. Texas Wedge and then Leinster on the outside trying to get going. And here comes Leinster chasing after Bound for Nowhere. Bound for Nowhere and Leinster totally boss is running late center of the course. Bound for Nowhere, short lead. Leinster is right there, then totally boss. Leinster has struck the lead late totally boss is running on bound for nowhere is there at the line photo for the win of the shaker town that's close either linster or totally boss what a great finish in the shaker town here for 2020 linster looking for the wire totally boss picking him up late and laying him down and a very very tight one another one too close to call these finishes have been challenging but absolutely exciting here as we see another brutally close finish here. Scott, are you going to call this one? In this second look, I'll tell you, it's the inside. That's my initial reaction or secondary reaction, but it's very, very tight. These two horses, that's the bottom line. Totally boss, Leinster. Now that has got me changing my mind again, Gabby, as the outside horse got right on even terms, right at the mirror where they're running to. Bottom line, great finish. And another a gutty run for Bound for Nowhere on the inside. He ran another good race, but just not good enough here today for a second consecutive year. Tight photo for the great two Shaker Town, Totally Boss or Leinster. It's the judge's call. And it was, in fact, Leinster taking the Shaker Town stakes. This five-year-old colt is by Majestic Warrior out of the Royal Academy Mayor Vassar. Bred in Kentucky by Griffin Investments, LLC. Owned by Amy Dunn, Brenda Miley, Westbrook Stables, LLC, and Gene Wilkinson. Trained by George Arnold and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. Leinster has 21 career starts, been in the money 14 of those 21 times, with earnings now of just over $524,000. Leinster was a 2016 Phasic Tipton Select Yearling, selling for $85,000. And at the Phasic Tipton 2017, Mid-Atlantic Two-Year-Old in Training Cell was an RNA at $75,000. The running second was Totally Boss. This five-year-old gelding is by Street Boss out of the elusive quality mare Totally Tucker. Bred in Kentucky by Mike Presley 
owned by Jim and Susan Hill, trained by George Arnold, and ridden by Brian Hernandez. Totally Boss has 18 career starts, been in the money nine of those 18 times, with earnings now of just over $696,000. Totally Boss was a $180,000 purchase at the 2016 Keeneland September yearling sale. At running third was bound for nowhere. This six-year-old colt is by the factor. Out of the Alley Deed Mare Fancy Deed. Bred in Kentucky by Wayne Lister, Gray Lister, and Brian Lister. Owned and trained by Wesley Ward. Ridden by Julio Garcia. Bound for Nowhere has 14 career starts. Been in the money 10 of those 14 times. With earnings now of over $879,000. Bound for Nowhere was a 2015 Keeneland September yearling. Selling for $310,000. Next up at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 1 Central Bank Ashland Stakes. Going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $400,000. They are at the post. They're off in the Central Bank Ashland. Bon Vuitton, Venetian Harbor, joined by Speech up on the far outside. Venetian Harbor will have the early lead and will guide the field down toward the first turn as Speech will go second up on the outside. On Vuitant is in third, a quick check over the left shoulder there from Jose Ortiz as he tries to find some running room down closer to the rail. Carefully starts to move up from in between horses and tries to slide down toward the inside. Bonnie South is fourth up on the outside. Alta's award is fifth early on. It was 24.04 seconds, the time for the opening quarter. Venetian Harbor, the leader. Venetian Harbor on top, a length and a half. Speech travels in second on the outside, three quarters of a length. And then on Vuitant in third, a length and a half, followed by Bonnie South, who is fourth by a length, Alta's award, fifth and last, but right there with the rest as they reach the midpoint of the back stretch. Venetian Harbor, the leader for Joel Rosario. It was 47.14 seconds the time for the opening half mile. Speech on the outside in second. On Vuitton to close third, right behind the leader down toward the inside. And then Bonnie South, outward for the rail in fourth, three lengths off the lead, and a gap of five more back to Alta's award as they move midway on the far turn. Venetian Harbor still the leader. Now here comes Speech, making a more serious bid for the lead as they come to the quarter pole. Half length separate the top two. They've opened up by six lengths on On Vuitton, then Bonnie South, long way back to Alta's award. They turn into the short stretch. Speech. Venetian Harbor. These two going at it as they come toward the final furlong of the Central Bank Ashland. Speech with a narrow lead. Speech now drawing clear by two from Venetian Harbor. On Vuitton and Bonnie South. It is Speech and Javier Castellano to win the Central Bank Ashland. Venetian Harbor second. On Vuitton third. Bonnie South fourth. Alta's award fifth. Look Success for speech here in the Central Bank Ashland as it was a patented Javier Castellano ride. And obviously it takes the right underneath you to pull off a ride like this. But staying right there with Venetian Harbor was the key throughout this race. Exactly. He got her smoothly out of the gate. And then once the field kind of started to assemble, he saw where Venetian Harbor was and completely went after her. And that made all the difference and intimidated Venetian Harbor. And she just kicked clear. A Hall of Fame type of ride. On to the Kentucky. Congratulations out to Madacat State Clip Thoroughbred Partners and trainer Micah McCarthy as their daughter of Mr. Speaker is now a grade one winner. And Speech looked impressive, winning the grade one Ashland Stakes. 
This three-year-old filly is by Mr. Speaker out of the Freud Mayor Scribbling Sarah. Bred in Florida by Gail Rice, owned by Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners and Manicat Stables, LLC. Trained by Michael McCarthy and ridden by Javier Castellano. Speech has seven career starts now, been in the money all seven times, with earnings of just over $378,000. A 2018 Winter Mixed Sale graduate from Ocala, she sold for $65,000 at the Phasic Tipton July Sale in Kentucky of 2018. Speech was an RNA or did not meet reserve at $90,000. At the 2019 Ocala two-year-old training sale, she did sell for $190,000. And running second was Venetian Harbor. That's three-year-old fillies by Munnings out of the street crime air Sounds of the City. Bred in Kentucky by Colts Next Stables, LLC. Owned by Siaglia Racing, LLC, Highland Yard, LLC, River Oak Farm, and Dominic Savitas. Trained by Richard Baltus and ridden by Joel Rosario. Venetian Harbor has five career starts, spending the money all five times, with earnings of just over $323,000. Venetian Harbor was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $110,000. And at the OBS 2019 two-year-old and training sale in April, was an RNA, a reserve not attained, at $205,000. And running third was Alvutan. Three-year-old filly is by Uncle Mo out of the Bluegrass Gap Mare, Enchante. Bred in Kentucky by Jumping Jack Racing, LLC. Owned by Walking L Thoroughbreds, LLC and Three Chimneys Farm. Trained by Kenny McPeak and ridden by Jose Ortiz. En Voutant has six career starts. Been in the money five of those six times with earnings of just over $125,000. En Voutant was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $250,000. Next up on such a superb day of racing at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 1 Coolmore Jenny Wiley Stakes, going a mile and a 16th on the turf for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $350,000. They are at the post, and they're off with the Coolmore Jenny Wiley. Rushing fall there between horses, along with Joe Lee Olympica up toward the outside. And now Juliet Foxtrot striding forward down toward the inside. Joe Lee Olympica moves forward in the center of the course, though, and has the early lead. Rushing fall is between horses in second. Juliet Foxtrot goes third for the move into the first turn. Chuanette is fourth up on the outside. And then Secret Message is in fifth, down toward the inside to save some ground around the turn. And is joined there by Mucho Unusual, who moves outward from the rail right alongside. La Senare is next to last, and Altia trails. Opening quarter, 23.42 seconds. Jolie Olympica, the leader by a length. Here's Rushing Fall, just off her flank in second now by a length. Juliet Foxtrot is third up the back stretch by three-quarters of a length. Toinette goes fourth, gap of three. Mucho Unusual fifth ahead. Then Secret Message, La Senare, Altia last. It was 46.94 seconds for the first half mile. Jolie Olympica, the leader to the far turn, leads at three-quarters of a length. Rushing Fall will take aim again on the outside from second around the turn. Juliet Foxtrot tucked away toward the inside, right behind the leader in third. And then Toinette is in fourth. 
followed by Mucho Unusual and Secret Message, who's six from the front. They turn for home. Here's Rushing Fall trying to draw alongside of Jolie Olympica. Juliet Foxtrot, then Toinette on the outside who moves up for third. Here's Rushing Fall right alongside of Jolie Olympica. Juliet Foxtrot third, and then Toinette rushing fall with a narrow lead and deep stretch of the cool board jenny wiley juliet foxtrot is running on late jolie olympic is still there to the inside rushing fall grade one winner at two three four and again at five she has won in stakes and course record time one minute 39.02 seconds in the cool jenny wiley When we discuss the modern-day history of Keeneland Racecourse, this mare will be in that discussion. Rushing fall, now three grade one victories here at Keeneland, and this time she had to do it differently, Gabby. She had to be content to settle off the pace and finish, and that's exactly what she did today in this grade one Coolmore Jenny Wiley. She is just so versatile, Scott. It doesn't matter where she's positioned. It doesn't matter if she's on a firm course, a course with moisture in it. Wherever she is, she shows up. That's one thing you can rely on thrushing fall, especially here at Keeneland. Two grade ones on the day for trainer Chad Brown and another grade one to those 100 grade one victories of his career, 101 rather, this filly delivers yet another for him. Congratulations out to Bob Edwards and E5 Racing Thoroughbreds. What a legend. Rushing fall, another great one. Wow, what a racehorse. Rushing fall takes the cool board, Jenny Wiley. And this five-year-old filly is by more than ready out of the forestry mare autumnal. Bred in Kentucky by Fred Heitrich III and John Fielding. Owned by E5 Racing Thoroughbreds, trained by Chad Brown, and ridden by Javier Castellano. Rushing Fall has 13 career starts, been in the money 12 of 13 times with 10 first-place finishes, earnings of just over $2.2 million, and 12 of those 13 starts are graded stakes. And 7 of those 12 graded stakes are grade 1 races. What a racehorse. Rushing Fall was a 2016 Phasic Tip to New York yearling selling for $320,000. And leading most of the race and looking really good, finishing second was Jolie Olympica. The four-year-old filly is by Drosselmeyer out of the Tripolino mare Jolie Selena. Bred in Brazil by Stud TNT, owned by Fox Hill Farms Incorporated, trained by Richard Mandela and ridden by Mike Smith. Jolie Olympica has seven career starts, been in the money all seven times, with earnings of just over $341,000. And running third was Juliette Foxtrot. This five-year-old filly is by Dan Silly, out of the King's Best Mare, Kilo Alpha. Bred in Great Britain by Judmont Farms, also owned by Judmont, trained by Brad Cox, and ridden by Tyler Gaffleone. Juliet Foxtrot has 16 career starts, been on the money eight of those 16 times with earnings of just over $371,000. Next up at Keeneland on July the 11th was the Grade 2 Toyota Bluegrass Stakes. This is where Swiss Skydiver would attempt to become the first filly to win the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes. This was going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of $600,000. They are at the post. 
And they're off in the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes. Chivalry out for the lead with Swiss Skydiver. These two come right to the front. Art Collector comes away running in third. Man in the can is fourth. Basin fifth up on the outside. Then Rushy is away running in sixth. Mr. Big News is seventh. Attachment rate to the rail in eighth. Hard lighting is ninth around the turn. Enforceable is tenth. Tiesto is eleventh. Finnick the Fierce is twelfth. Hunt the front is last of thirteen. Back up front. Swiss Skydiver outward from the rail. The Philly has the lead a half length up the back stretch now. Chivalry second. Art Collector third. It was 23.25 seconds. The time for the opening quarter. Man in the can is between horse is fourth. Basin fifth on his outside. Rushy out in the center of the track in sixth, just over five lengths off the lead. Attachment rate moves up two positions from seventh into fifth against the rail, but will need more running room from there. Four lengths from the front, and then comes Mr. Big News. The opening half mile went in 46.61 seconds. Swiss Skydiver to the outside leads at a half length. Chivalry's second, Art Collector third. Rushy picks up the leaders in fourth, but has to angle wide. Three lengths off the lead. Two lengths off the lead. Swiss Skydiver leads it. Art Collector just off her flank in second. Rushy third. Still two lengths off the leader around the far turn. Then a gap of five. Back to Chivalry. Fennec the Fierce tries to get going to the outside of attachment rate. They turn for home. Swiss Skydiver the leader. Art Collector trying to reel her in from the outside. These two side by side coming to the eighth pole in the Toyota Bluegrass. Swiss Skydiver fighting on. Art Collector is right there. Art Collector ahead and front a half length to the good 16th pole art collector brian hernandez jr to win the toyota bluegrass what an effort from swiss skydiver to be second it will be a multiple horse photo to separate third fourth and fifth one minute 48.11 seconds art collector adds the grade two toyota bluegrass to his collection here today as he's able to run down swiss skydiver who loses nothing in defeat she puts together a very clear and decisive second place finish in here but it's brian hernandez jr for bruce lunsford a homebred for mr lunsford and tom drury jr continues to improve this son of bernardini how good has this horse gotten scott i mean his last race was ultra impressive and he just continues to improve and a special congratulations to his trainer and tom drury this is his first graded stakes victory and none are bigger very few are bigger than the grade two toyota bluegrass stakes well done congratulations to all the connections of art collector now a grade two winner of the Toyota Bluegrass. On to the Derby. Ah, Art Collector wins the Toyota Bluegrass. This three-year-old colt is by Bernardini out of the distorted humor mare, Distorted Legacy. Owned and bred in Kentucky by Bruce Lunsford, trained by Thomas Drury, and ridden by Brian Hernandez. Art Collector now has eight career starts, been in the money five of those eight times, with earnings of just over $548,000. Uh, running second was the fantastic Swiss Skydiver. And I was cheering for her all the way down the stretch, but she just couldn't quite make it. What a fantastic filly this is. Swiss Skydiver is by Daredevil, out of the Johannesburg Mare Expo Gold. Bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm, owned by Peter Callahan. Trained by Kenny McPeak and ridden by Mike Smith. Swiss Skydiver has eight career starts now, but in the money seven of those eight times with earnings of just over $677,000. At the Keeneland September yearling sale of 2018, Swiss Skydiver was a $35,000 purchase. 
What a nice return on your investment. And running third was the three-year-old Rushy. This colt is by Liam's Map out of the Colonel John Mayer Conquest Angel. Bred in Florida by Ocala Stud. Owned by Jim and Donna Danielle. Trained by Michael McCarthy and ridden by Javier Castellano. Rushy has six career starts. Been in the money five of those six times with earnings of just over $189,000. Rushy was a 2019 OBS two-year-old in training graduate selling for $70,000. Next up on July the 11th at Delaware Park was the Grade 2 Delaware Handicap. Going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for three-year-olds and up, fillies and mares with a purse of $400,000. And they're off. In the 83rd running of the Delaware Handicap, and they all break together. Between horses, Bellera showing the most foot. Dunbar Road toward the inside, going to secure that rail. In between horses, Wicked Awesome up on the outside. Lucky Moves making an early move. And up on the outside, Saracosa. We have now three across the track into that first turn. Bellera has company from Lucky Move on the outside. Sarasota's looking for a spot. Dunbar Road has had the dream trip so far, saving ground all the way around that bend. Wicked Awesome between horses up on the outside. That's Saracosa now back in the fifth. Overthinking is the trailer. Compact group, only about four lengths separates the field as they curl around the clubhouse turn. Opening quarter went in 23 and 4. They've got about six furlongs to go. And Bellera leads it by neck. Lucky move. One of the Obeyas right there in second. Dunbar Road still with the rail racing in third as they make their way down the back stretch. Saracosa's caught three wide down the backside. They've got just over five furlongs to go now with Wicked Awesome in between horses. And the trailer still down the back stretch is overthinking, but only about five lengths from front to back. Half went in 48 and 1. They've got a half mile to go just over that. And Bellera and Lucky Mover side by side. Dunbar Road still a patient third door to the inside with Saracos up on the outside of Wicked Awesome and overthinking the trailer. Not much has changed down the back stretch as they make their way into the turn. Lucky Move on the outside. Bellera on the inside. Dunbar Road still patient for Ortiz to the inside of Saracosa. Then comes Overthinking and Wicked Awesome now begins to to retreat. Three-eighths to go, and Lucky Move is now in front. Lucky Move leads it by length. Dunbar Road off the rail now by Ortiz and is coming with a run. Saracosa's trying to stay with her as they turn for home with three across the track, and Dunbar Road has company from Saracosa on the outside. Dunbar Road now leads it by a length, length and a half. Saracosa couldn't go with her. Lucky Move trying to hang in their third for a long to go, and it's Dunbar Road increasing the margin to three to four. Saracosa is clearly second right now, overthinking with a late rally, but it's a classy filly indeed here. Dunbar Road wins gear down the Delaware Handicap by three and a half. Saracosa getting second tight for through with Bellera and overthinking in a show photo. And Dunbar Road just outclasses the field, running away with the grade two Delaware Handicap. This four-year-old filly is by Quality Road, out of the Bernardini Mayor gift list. Bred in Kentucky by Jeffrey Drown. Owned by Peter Brandt, trained by Chad Brown, and ridden by Arad Ortiz Jr. Dunbar Road has nine career starts, been in the money eight of those nine times, but the earnings just shy of a million at a little over $998,000. A 2017 Keeneland September yearling, Dunbar Road was a $350,000 purchase. And running second was Saracosa. This five-year-old filly's by Bernardini out of the Dagley-Doro Mare Homeschooling. Bred in Kentucky by Meritage Ventures Incorporated. Owned by Chad Schumer. Trained by Cipriano Contreras. And ridden by Carol Cedeno. Saracosa has 18 career starts. 
been in the money 14 of those 18 times with earnings of just over $320,000. Saracosa was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, not achieving the reserve price at $85,000. The running third was Bolera. This four-year-old filly is by Bernardini out of the unbridled song mare Habibu. Bred in Florida by Hardacre Farm, LLC. Owned by Mathis Stable, LLC, Matacat Stables, LLC, and Doheny Racing Stable. Trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by Trevor McCarthy. Bolera has 10 career starts, been in the money eight of those 10 times, with earnings of just over $315,000. Bolera was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $90,000. <laughs> Next up at Belmont Park on July the 11th was the Grade 2 Ruffian Stakes. Going one mile on the dirt for four-year-olds and up, fillies and mares with a purse of $150,000. We are set for the start of the Ruffian. And they're off. From the middle of the pack, Vexatious. And now Mother Mother moves up. Monomoy Girl is right there on the outside. Then it's the gray, Piedi Bianchi. Always shopping will be the early trailer. In fifth, as the field heads up the back stretch, Mother Mother in front by a long neck. And the big favorite, Monomoy Girl, is right there on the outside in second, length and a half, to Vexatious and Piedi Bianchi. Those two races a team third and fourth, three and a half, back to always shopping after an opening quarter mile over the good track in 22 and four fifth seconds. It's Mother Mother holding the lead here by three quarters of a length. The champion, Monomoy Girl, now inches closer on the outside, and Vexatious follows that move. Pieti Bianchi is at the rail, four lengths, to always shopping in fifth. The field is racing midway around the turn. The opening half went in 45 and two-fifth seconds. Mother, mother, Monomoy Girl, and now the two of them are on equal terms. Monomoy Girl on the outside, and Mother Mother down at the rail. Vexatious is third, then Pieti Bianchi, and farther back it's always shopping. Monomoy Girl now takes the lead with a quarter of a mile to the finish. It's Monomoy Girl in front. Vexatious up on the outside, moves to second. Mother Mother is now back running in third, and Pieti Bianchi. There's a furlong to the finish. Monomoy Girl asks for just a bit more by jockey Florian Giroux, and Monomoy Girl has things in control as they come down for the finish. Monomoy Girl wins the ruffian by a little more than two. Vexatious was second, big break. Back to Pieti Bianchi in third, and the mile was run in one minute, 34 seconds. And Monomoy Girl does not disappoint and takes the ruffian stakes easily. This five-year-old filly is by Tapazar out of the Henny Hughes Mare Drumette, bred in Kentucky by FPF LLC and Highfield Ranch, owned by M-Dub, Monomoy Stables LLC, the Elkstone Group LLC, and Bethlehem Stables LLC, trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux. Monomoy Girl has 13 career starts now. She's been in the money all 13 times with 11 first-place finishes in two seconds and earnings of over $3 million. After a spectacular 2018 racing season, Monomoy Girl had a few physical setbacks and did not race in 2019. This year, she ran once in May, an uh, optional claiming race just to get her back into shape, and then she looked 
spectacular here in this ruffian stakes, this grade two race. And running a very strong second was Vexatious. This six-year-old filly is by Giants Causeway out of the Siberian summer mare, Dream of Summer. And Dream of Summer is quite a spectacular mare. She earned over $1.1 million herself, as well as her progeny has now earned close to $3 million. Her progeny include Creative Cause, Destin, and Vexatious, among others. Quite an incredible racehorse and broodmare. Vexatious was bred in Kentucky by James Weigel, the Giants Causeway Syndicate, owned by Calumet Farm, trained by Jack Sisterston, and ridden by Jose Lascano. Vexatious has 22 career starts, been in the money 13 of those 22 times, with earnings of just over $448,000. At the 2015 Keeneland September Yearling Sale, Vexatious was a $150,000 purchase. Next up at Keeneland on July the 12th was the Grade 3 Kentucky Utilities Transylvania Stakes. Going a mile on the 16th on the turf for three-year-olds with a purse of $100,000. They are at the post. They're off in the Kentucky Utilities Transylvania. Chuggernaut comes out for the lead. Fancy Liquor has early speed as well. Their street ready up toward the outside, outrunning in third. But it is Juggernaut who goes to the front of the opening strides for James Graham. Juggernaut over to the rail, leads at three-quarters of a length at the entry to the first turn. But just as quickly... Here comes Fancy Liquor. Starts to draw alongside to contest the issue top spot, but it'll be a ground-saving trip for Juggernaut, who maintains the advantage. And then further back, Street Ready. Tucked away in good position, up close in third. Spanish Kingdom fourth on the outside. Field pass back toward the rail in fifth. Flanked there by City Man in sixth. Vintage Print toward the inside is in seventh. Irish Mia's eighth. Canaño's ninth. Bamba Breeze tenth. 23.33 seconds for the opening quarter. Juggernaut leads. Juggernaut on top by a length and a half. Fancy Liquor still second. First half mile is up in 47.76 seconds. Street ready. Still third down toward the inside. Spanish Kingdom fourth on the outside. Three legs from the front. Field pass. Looking for some running room now in fifth. Heading on to the far turn. Tries to find it. In close quarters in between horses. City Man has to go wide from the sixth position. Juggernaut still the leader. It is Juggernaut by a length and a half. Fancy Liquor goes second by two lengths to the top of the stretch. Field pass carefully trying to thread the needle through traffic and swing toward the outside into third. And then City Man and Spanish Kingdom stack up to his outside. And desperately Street Ready looking for running room toward the rail. Wide open. Street Ready up the inside. Now Field Pass kicking in. These two coming forward on either side of Fancy Liquor who's still fighting on Gamely. Field Pass. Street Ready. These two. It looked to be Field Pass getting his nose down on the line for Ricardo Santana Jr. That will be a photo for the win. If it's not him, it'll be street ready. As it was very close on the wire, but it looks like Field Pass just inches in front of street ready. What a duel down the stretch. Several horses had opportunities to try to come away with this great three victory. Absolutely. It was a complete cavalry charge when it was all said and done here, but you can see Ricardo Santana really getting after field pass, asking him for a little bit more, but the rail horse, Scott, is very game. It's going to be close.
how game was field passed throughout, because Kurt Becker described it brilliantly. He was always in tight. It was never as though he had open room to work with, but he just never backed down from any of those positions that he was put in. And the confidence that Ricardo Santana Jr. must have in this horse is just brilliant. And the horse on the inside, if in fact he does come up short, that is going to be very, very tough one to swallow with street ready. But still unofficial, another tight photo in this summer meet at Keeneland. It's up to the judges who will win the grade three Kentucky Utilities Transylvania. And field pass gets the victory. This three-year-old colt is by Lemon Drop Kid. Out of the runaway groom mare, only me. Bred in Maryland by Mark Brown Greer, owned by Three Diamonds Farm, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Ricardo Santana. Field Pass has 11 career starts, been in the money eight times of those 11 starts, with earnings of just over $418,000. Field Pass was a 2018 Vasic Tipton Mid Atlantic two year old and training graduate, selling for $37,000. And running second was Street Ready. This three-year-old colt is by more than ready out of the Street Sense Mayor Sense to Compete. Bred in Kentucky by Earl Mack, LLC, trained by Ian Wilkes, owned by Lucky Seven Stables, and ridden by Chris Landeros. Street Ready has nine career starts, been on the money four of those nine times, with earnings of just over $113,000. Street Ready was a $240,000 purchase, at the 2018 Keeneland September Yearling Sale. And running third was Fancy Liquor. This three-year-old colt is by looking at Lucky out of the Secret Romeo Mare Brandy's Secret. Bred in Kentucky by Hot Pink Stable and Skytoll Racing LLC. Owned by Skytoll Racing and Sand Dollar Stable LLC. Trained by Mike Maker and ridden by Florent Giroux. Fancy Liquor has four career starts. Been on the money all four times with earnings of just over $75,000. Next up at Keeneland on July the 12th was the Grade 2 TVG Elkhorn Stakes, going a mile and a half on the turf for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $175,000. They are at the post. And they're off in the TVG Elkhorn Stakes. Apreciado quickened to stride from that inside starting spot. There goes Rise the Guy far outside and Postulation now moving up a lane off the rail to take the lead. Postulation is the leader and squeezes down toward the inside. Rise the Guy is second up on the outside just to head separate the top two here early on. Chase's Solitude goes third. Henley's Joy forwardly placed in fourth. Apreciado shuffled back into fifth. Heller Highwater is in sixth. Nakamura is seventh. Arklo is eighth. Zulu Alpha is ninth. He's no limit is 10th and Oscar Dominguez last of 11 moving into the stretch for the first time postulation is the leader the first quarter in 25.56 seconds rise the guy just off the leader's flank in second by two Jace's solitude is third with one circuit to go Henley's Joy, fourth up on the outside in good position here early on. Then a gap of three back to Apreciado in fifth. Joined there by Heller Highwater, then Nakamura, Arklo, Zulu Alpha, who's down toward the inside. He's no lemon, and Oscar Dominguez. 52.02 seconds the time for that first half mile. 
Into the second of three turns, Postulation is the leader by just a length. Rise the guy, second up on the outside. Jace's Solitude is still there and still third down toward the rail. Then Henley's Joy in fourth, heading on to the back stretch. Gap of two to Hell or High Water between horses in fifth. The Preciado sixth. Nakamura far outside starts moving toward the center of the course seventh. Zulu Alpha and Arklo are side by side, eighth and ninth respectively at the midpoint of the back stretch. He's no lemon and then Oscar Dominguez in last. It is postulation who continues to show the way in the TVG Elkhorn Stakes. Rise the guy has been right with him since the start. Gap of three, Jace's Solitude, three more back to Heller High Water. Henley's Joy has lost ground and is toward the inside now. Nakamura is in the clear, moving up into contention, although still six lengths off the lead. Zulu Alpha and Arklo both eight lengths from the front. And the leader, Postulation, is at the quarter pole, leading it by a length. The Rise, the guy in second. Jace's Solitude in third. Nakamura in fourth. Zulu Alpha fifth up on the outside. Henley's Joy sixth back toward the rail. Zulu Alpha is coming down the outside to try to catch Postulation. Zulu Alpha, Nakamura between horses. Postulation still there to the inside. Zulu Alpha rallying for Tyler Gaffalione to win the TVG Elkhorn Stakes. Postulation at 35 to 1, a valiant effort finishing runner-up in 2 minutes, 30.82 seconds. It's a horse that means so much to his owner, Michael Hoy, Zulu Alpha, doing it again and doing it in style here today in the Great 2 TVG Elkhorn. And his owner, Michael Hoy, happened to be on site to get this victory here today. Congratulations to the Connections. This horse is just all class and all heart only closer in this race from off of the pace and what a ride given by tyler gaffleone who gets the meat leading rider that's how you do it you walk off with a win in the grade two race it has given tyler so many successes including that grade one victory in the maker's mark mile zulu alpha let's hope that we see him back here in november for the breeders cup turf what a spectacular racehorse is zulu alpha and so much fun to watch run this seven-year-old gelding is my street cry out of the AP Indy Mare Zori. Bred in Kentucky by Calumet Farm, owned by Michael Huey, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Tyler Gaffleone. Zulu Alpha has 34 career starts. He's been in the money 22 of those 34 times. Earnings now of over $2.1 million. What a great racehorse. And such a valiant effort for second place went to postulation. This eight-year-old gelding is by Harlan's Holiday out of the Nancilly Mare Supposition. Bred in Kentucky by Judmont Farms, owned by Runny Moore Racing LLC. Trained by Michael Matz and ridden by Julian Laparu. Postulation has 30 career starts. Been in the money 17 of those 30 times with earnings of just over $586,000. And running third was Nakamura. This five-year-old gelding is my animal kingdom out of the Archmere. I'm always hopeful. Bred in Maryland by the Elkstone Group, LLC. Owned by Staghawk Stables. Trained by Graham Motion and ridden by John Velasquez. Nakamura has 15 career starts. Been in the money 10 of those 15 times with earnings of just over $248,000. At the 2016 Keeneland September yearling sale, Nakamura was purchased for $110,000. Wow, 
Wow, what a great week of racing we had, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I've enjoyed covering it for you. My name is Dan Davidson, and I hope that your horses are leading the pack when you see them running down the stretch. <laughs>